Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing another session because I'm going to delete the last one I did, which was crap. Oh, I don't know, I get too carried away or something. Oh my god. Anyway. Are we here? You can have this at high speed, I suppose, if you need to. <coughs> I haven't got anything written down, so really, that's fair enough, isn't it? Um, we're talking about what you know and how it affects your destiny. <coughs> how do you control your destiny? What is... We don't want to control our destiny, yet we have to control our destiny. So what is the deal? How do we manage that? For some reason we want our destiny to be, you know, surprising. Like, we don't want to know everything that's going to happen to us, but we don't want it to be bad. So... We gain knowledge, and the fact that we don't have complete knowledge allows us to still be surprised all the time. And what about knowledge, then? Does that make surprise go away? Well, I wonder if it does, actually, because... Can you imagine waking up every morning and going, What the... What is that glow over there? What is that? Oh, it's a... Wow, it's a, it's a ball of light, you know? Like, maybe that'd be better than knowing it was coming up every day. I mean, oh, imagine if you knew the person you were going to marry. Does that make all the other people that you meet less exciting? Or See, luckily, we, the... The ledger is so broad, so long, and so uh, has so many chapters and parts and verses and rooms that we are ever going to be surprised. And that is ultimately, this is the hard thing for God to do. He's going to give us knowledge and surprises more the more knowledge we have. How is that even possible, you know? You'd think with knowledge we'd be less surprised, but that's not the way it works out, is it? It works out that the more you know, the more surprised you are by what you can know. And that is what modern man is discovering. That's why man's so excited about the knowledge that I've found, because it's not it doesn't make life boring. It makes life this um, game of freedom that uh, you can you can achieve freedom. You can get, gain freedoms. I mean, and they're not uh, they're all bad. They're they're all sorts of freedoms, like material, mental freedom, spiritual freedom. What's that? You're free to love and fall in love. 
and not know if this is just it for you. This is, and that makes you, does that make you fall in love more? Or if this is a thousand, if you've been married a thousand times before, does it make it less romantic? Um, also, like, so for that reason, I can see a reason why we forget or why everything's rebooted. That you seem to have this game of birth and death that you play as a as an innocent uh, ignorant of what happens to where you came from and where you're going to some extent until you work out that you know like there isn't a it's there's always a part of you in this field now after birth I mean the, all the way through your whole cycle that you are the knower of course so you never stop being what you are on the other half of your journey but you are finding on this side of the journey these features about the other half such as you aren't in knowledge you're in ignorance to the degree that you're uh, you are liberating yourself from the conditions which you find yourself in which may be material maybe social, maybe mental, maybe, you know, the sun or an asteroid or they could be your mental health or they could be your, the people you meet or the miracles that you witness or the things you can do, the wealth you're born with, the ingenuity you have, your capacity to be creative, your um, your creative capacity really comes in as a big one because you have this and you also have your family and how happy your happiness you know just how much joy and light you you have in your life that you bring or not and we have these other freedoms like these are all the freedoms that we enjoy we enjoy the we enjoy the happiness for sure I mean and we enjoy the family we we love the babies and we love the wives and we love the husbands and we love the family and the unit and the loyalty and the bond and the um, other people that we care about us and we care about and, and their souls and their the hope that good things happen to them. We, we like to feel these things. And what is all that about? And how are we able to do all that without, you know, Without being super philosophical, I mean, if someone's hurting and you say to them, oh, this is karma, man, that's not going to make them feel better, is it? So what is it that, how do we find empathy? How do we manage to have empathy? We have to be, we have to experience the pain of others. I believe we have to feel what they feel and that to be so, um, you know, unpleasant that we have to make sure that we don't, um, we don't allow it because it fucking hurts too much. So we don't want them to suffer and we make sure they don't. We have to insulate ourselves from the pain of the world because the people that we know, if they get hurt, we don't, we feel the pain as well, right? And this is how we feel about our children. And this is why we're scared of having children.
and the pain that losing them might cause. We're devastatingly friggin' scared of that. I am as well. <coughs> you know, and so therefore maybe reincarnation is a consolation, a reassurance. They can't be wasted. They'll never be wasted. And we want them never to be wasted. So let's just leave it at that. Like, we want them to be preserved. They are, okay? I promise. And everything else you're feeling, that's great as well because I mean, you're just learning how to love them. And there's moods, there's separation, there's, there's attachment, there's proximity, you know, there's intimacy, there's um, all these emotions that we feel with the other humans and we can enjoy any of them at any time. We can be enjoy the separation. Because each time we are separate from the other beings, we more value their company, you know what I mean? We value them more because we realise that they are something that is a qualitative aspect, just like we are, our life, of this field. We are, they're, they're, not the, they're not the quantity of it. They're the quality. They're the thing that adds the, the colour, the sparkle to the picture and the plot and the themes to the play the theater to the to the set they are what we love and we should love them because we are ourselves in need of love we feel we need to be loved we need to be noticed and recognized and cared for and witnessed and that is a lot to do with what humans are journeying for and the other things are sometimes just ways to make that easier for someone, like I'll be rich and then people will love me or I'll be beautiful or I'll be whatever. And, yeah, it is It is easier because of beauty. Everyone wants to, everyone wants to see an elegant, not just a face, an elegant life, and a life of... Uh, a life of that has in it qualities qualitative life not a a life full of surprises and sense of humor even is see sense uh humor and joy <coughs> and, all right so we want that how are we going to get it what are we going to do like are we doing it i don't know like hang on a second okay now i let me just say my life it is even despite whatever uh, you know it doesn't matter anymore about any of the conditions, but all the things of love and family, they're good. I'm into it. I love my kids and I love my, you know, I love my families <laughs> before they dump me. But anyway, they are good, um, good relationships for us to have, but they aren't our necessarily our solution as a as a means of our own happiness they they are you know we can get too attached to all these relationships and we suffer then this uh despair and this doubt and this um rejection and this sense of loss and loneliness you know so what is this that we, how are we going to manage all that? You know, like we, okay, so first of all, we need to know that we're on this journey with beings anyway. Okay, if there's no beings right here now for us, you know, if we're alone, 
then that doesn't mean that they're not there in the future. We're just having a little time out. Even if not in this, the end of this life, there is loneliness to be ha uh, experienced. It's part of this cycle. I mean, no one goes through this life without feeling lonely at some stage in it. <coughs> but we have to face that and have within us enough of our own company such as that we are never lonely i mean we are happy to spend time with ourselves because of the wonders we might find from spending time with ourselves even if we don't have anyone to share them with and so we um we find renunciation of of renunciations to be a part of the game of life it's renunciation by which we may manage this elegant balance okay not by indulgence but we not by indulgence in any of the like too much i mean we want family we want a lot of it but we we can't be all of it we have to have our our own uh our own ability to be insular and independent right whether or not that ends up being or that is a trait of a sociopath i i don't know but it really what it is is it's not it's not the trait of a sociopath it's it is there is uh, see well this is the thing it, it's been made this way that there are more surprises to be had when you think you're doing something that isn't exciting in the worldly sense. I mean, <coughs> see, gaining knowledge is a different sort of surprise than uh, going on a roller coaster. But the, the the knowledge is a roller coaster that keeps ro rolling on and you just become more uh, satisfied with subtle things rather than having to have your senses sort of bombarded. Uh, so, and this is what it, empathy is. It's to feel subtle things and them to be enough. That's enough. It's enough that I feel lonely or it's enough that I feel love for my children. It's enough that they're there, they're happy and I don't, there's no other need for me to be, I don't need to, it's not like, like I've got to make a fortune to be happy so, you know, and then I'll care about them a bit. Or, you know, like the more you want from the world then, the more you're going to struggle to concentrate on the subtle, the most finest aspects of your love affairs because they just require you to think about other people and to delve deeply into their lives and to understand them and to invent beautiful ways to enlighten them and enjoy, make them enjoy themselves and to make them feel connected to the whole and to bless them. So yeah, you want we want to know that we don't. Religion has this 
stands between can stand between this this written word stand between these beings and this eye we be, we put these words between these beings and these eyes these others not the the eye and the others and the words of the scriptures we go oh god said you know yes god said everything god said the scriptures are there but we are we've got to put the scriptures in the sky and we stand with the other being the others on this side of the love affair we're looking we don't know what any of that means we they're just words and they're, they're the whole body of revelation that sits like a sunset for us to understand but we've got that the reason we're doing it is because behind us stands that our beloved and we want to have their back we are we are understanding this world and, and the secret scriptures and the the mystical portents and the protocols of it for their for this love reason for this protection this preservation this this ingenuity we're going to apply to their existential issues we're going to make sure they don't die and we're going to make sure they're educated we're going to make sure that they're they they feel alive they feel like they're getting a bit sense of their own being that they know that they're they're a special thing that they're a being we want to keep their body healthy you know that we want to maintain their form and help them maintain it and achieve it and have babies and do all the things that they want to do to have a satisfying life and that is what we use our knowledge for okay all these things are possible isn't it it is because that is what we do anyway so surely there must be a word for it what is it we you know we it's just that that is the word that we mix up between all the w different ways we try to do it we what we try to love our family by educating them we try to love our family by giving them experiences we try to love our family by maintaining their physical condition their health and their um, appearance and their clothes and their body no injuries to it so that they don't find themselves sick this is life this is what it is to be a lover of life it's to be caring for those things that are life and that is to do, to be, and know. It's nothing other than that feeling that we can do it. We can be it and we can do it. But and everything else is the conditions by which we're doing it in or at or with. So, look, that's great to understand that. We, we want to understand that. And we want to gain this power to use this knowledge to cast this beautiful safety and surprise you know the safety and the surprise the security and the, the success around our children in all sorts of ways full success you know like the success to be to meet the lord to have association with saints to travel the world perhaps who knows but what's more important we want them to be liberated we want them just to set on a course you know to paradise rather than to despair of course and we just have to manage a theological rationale a whole god yes and and the whole range of possible worlds and personalities and, and to send them on on the waves of good um goodwill good feeling good emotions to feel and uh 
happy and to be good for other people to be a force that preserves and helps and teaches and guides so many others and because they will find that satisfying we have to know what's satisfying and not get lost in things that are satisfying in um satisfying in selfish ways like if we have an addiction and it's detracting from our ability well our ability is what we're using to care for everyone around us so yeah we need to keep that under control we have to go uh uh-uh this fucking poison this demon ain't going to make stop me uh to make my uh, children safe and i'm going to fight harder <coughs> going to win and i know that i know that the things i might seem to be missing out on can't replace my the the warm the sense of satisfaction I get that I, when I've done a good job with the um, with the things I care about, I mean that's it. I mean I do. You care about your house, but if the roof blows off it because you didn't put it on properly, well you're not going to be devastated because you can get a new roof. But it's the things that you really care about that you have to put first and say, okay, now this is why because we have to have spiritual knowledge. We have to have this spiritual knowledge, and that that blows a a, a beautiful um, it blows a beautiful auspiciousness into our lives and it sprinkles upon all our beloveds and we can spread light and that is what we want to do. And this is what I'm doing here. I'm spreading you the light that came from my enlightenment and this is okay. People find enlightenment but you are too, you know. Like I'm going to share this and we are all going to f- because I'm saying to you, you're safe. We're safe in this understanding. We're safe that if we have an understanding. We're safe if we're fair and honest. Oh, yeah, honestly, I do exist. There's an I. Yeah, okay, well, that's, you know, I could prove not or yes, yes, only I or no I. That's what I can, I think I can prove, but I can't. No, this is what I can't prove. I can't disprove my I. I can't prove my not I. So that's the field, you see. We just go through, our degrees of freedom are really these degrees of I, not I. So, you know, when you're asleep, you're you're not I. You're the body that I used to be able to work, used to be able to do things with before Mother Nature went up. You know, have a break, mate. You don't own this. This is my body. You're just borrowing it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway, uh, that was only 23 minutes, and I took so much longer before. Okay. All right, look. Okay, for a start, you want to be able to use your imagination to imagine light, right, beams of light, coming from divinity, surrounding all the people you love, and then surrounding you, such as that every time you interact with the person you love, they're being liberated 
because you're purely and naively, okay, picturing this light. And this light is a divine blessing, okay? This is a this is not your magic or your power. This is not your will that you're controlling. You're just going white. It's light. It's God, whatever he, he wants to do with it. I'm just channeling it. I'm just helping. I'm just willfully making it possible. You know, I'm insisting upon him to be here with us. And I want his beauty and his presence to be felt through my my will and my words and my deeds these are, and they will follow but thy will that they be blessed all your beloveds okay and i will bless them too because it's my will that all your beloveds are blessed they are blessed by light now all the light that i can imagine coming from this universe you know all the 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 holiness and all the holy beings and saints that I might have conception of or thought of or dream of, let them bless your children. Let them bless everyone you love and you. Let you be blessed by me and by not by me. I'm just, well, you know, not by me because I'm not doing it, but I'm saying, oh, could you, God, could you... Could you bless this person? Could you bless this person? Could you bless this person? Okay? And just imagine that happening. Until the whole universe... Now, how do you bless the whole universe? Well, you imagine the geometry by which all the possible worlds are bound and you make your light bigger so the whole universe is bathed in it. And you are then... What are you? You're something that's spreading out all over this this field that's bigger than the biggest. There's not you're able to expand here because you that is hugely like your mind has just opened its access to all points of every possible occurrence ever in time and past and future and space and conception and you've sent light to the dark and sent light to the light because you've you've brought the light and you are blessing your children and other people and the whole world because the whole world needs this blessing you see <coughs> need your you you're going to be free like this not just by understanding philosophy and you know there's ways in which you'll become better at that you'll become more mantra Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare it'll be like a, a motor by which you pulse or you uh, you create voltage of this blessing that because you'll come with this blessing by being resolved in your faith you know like oh Oh, there is, you know, yeah, there's a big wide world out there. There's a, there's all the spiritual things are actually true and there's this whole spiritual science behind it. Like, we are just, you know, you'd say to people, we are just really mostly concerned with this love affair we have going on with other beings and our, ourselves and there is this sort of mentorship that is the Lord, 
yeah, I, I believe in that because I think that the world is just silly to think it doesn't, it's evolved beyond that idea. <laughs> They're never going to evolve beyond that idea. There is only, the, you evolve to that idea, okay? All right, Harry, because you know, this phone might go flat, so I'm going to make this a short one. Sorry about that. I mean, I'm sure you're not that sorry. Uh, okay, Hare Krishna. And it doesn't stop. See, I don't want the phone to go flat before I have stopped this. So, I added a flag. Push stop again. Okay, it's not working. All right. So how are we gonna how are we gonna how are we gonna manage life? I mean, the whole world has got opinions on life, and don't forget that's a big that's a, like a that's that's super childish. Like most of that politic world, God and you know spiritual and you know <coughs> for a start. Oh, you know. Like we 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 just don't have the right words to like say why we exist. Like we go, oh, we can't prove we ex we can't prove proof. You know, like we just don't know what proof is. We just don't know that there's epistemological proof and there's empirical proof. These are the opposite ideas, but yet one is strong and one is weak, and that is what the how the formula has the formula. It's the science that is the weak epistemologically logically it's because it's a it's a science of doubt that it has a falsifiable component in it for we look out into the world and the world's bigger than we are the, looking out that way there's too much of it to know about it but inside we have a a, a more justified and more simple sort of mechanical not mechanical abstract like legal framework which is our mind the words and the language and they have laws and we can know about them because they're laws of thought we can't not know about them we can't not have them but we can't empirically prove them either so they're justified in a different way like one plus one is two is not justified by the feeling the same way you feel the justification for the heat of the sun so what then stands beyond and what is different from that justification? You see, because these laws and this soul oppose each other too. Be and this is, what this opposition is, is territory. How to make, just like the hemispheres of a planet oppose each other, south can't be north, so too your field of thought is geometry geometrical in the same way it's just that the soul and the mind and body are found to be in opposition because one is the possessor and one is the possession these are fun this is the fundamental different type things in the world the known and the knower i've said this before so this is how we have to think we do think this is how we create sentences and how we why we talked about ourselves and all sorts of things okay so 
Who's talking to ourselves? How can we talk to ourselves? You know, we're talking to our mind. And we're just going, oh, and we're answering ourselves back. See, you can talk to your body and you can talk to your mind, but you, how do you talk to yourself? Like, you can, can you? Can you really talk to yourself? I mean, you're always the one doing the talking. So who are you talking to? This is an interesting, uh, this is interesting, I thought. I like that, you know? When you really get into it, it's like you, you, you start to have to find it amusing that you're talking to yourself when you really think about it. We all do it. See, this is the mind. We've got a mind... And we've got to, we just have to find, tease out this mind-body thing so that we don't consider ourselves to be the mind. The mind is like a, like conditions, just like the weather. We're, we're going to be experiencing weather mentally, depending on what sort of craft we've got this, and, and just the gen, our general voyage, which is always going to go through various stages of anxiety, depression, uh, happiness, you know, like success, failure, all those things affect the mind, and all those things come in a life. They come, they don't necessarily have to, but we all, you know, we're not going to ever say that we've all not failed. I mean, look at Will Smith, for instance. He was, a bit, he was just experiencing success, only success, success, everything's success. I mean, surely he had failures and fears and depressions and sadnesses and stuff but after he fucked up let's say no after he didn't fuck up okay he he got the thing was maybe that guy had, had said other things about him his wife earlier like in jokes and he'd heard about them for a long time so could have been the 20th time for all we know that he's heard him making jokes about his wife not the first time so if someone does something to to you a lot, then you get shits with it, and you get, eventually just go fuck you, man. And that's what he did. But we don't know how Will Smith fucked up. We don't know whether this guy deserved a slap in the face for something he said that we don't know anything about. He hasn't told us. No one will ever know that he knew about. He heard about. I don't know. But either way, we don't have to judge people. We don't have to say, oh, this guy's a dick. No, he's not a dick. He's just experiencing despair and success is lucky because if he's only you know it's it's a roller coaster all right i do have to turn this off so i'm just going to hopefully stop it here